The EU and Germany have recently plotted to divide Jerusalem between the Jews and Palestinians. However, the Bible says it will remain under control of Israel up until the Battle of Armageddon. We'll talk about this and more as we dedicate today's entire show to answering your questions pertaining to Bible prophecy. Do you have a question or comment? Join us by calling 877-363-8463. We're going to discuss the two things you're not supposed to talk about, politics and religion. Welcome to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We are live from Plano, Texas today, and we're very excited for you to join us. Today's show is all about what you want to talk about. Uh, so there's not a specific topic. It's open line. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. If you're on Facebook, you can try to ask a question in the comments, and we will do our best to get to it. However, we can't guarantee that the number one way to do it is to join us on the phone. We do want to talk about Jerusalem being divided before we get to the phones. So, Doug, what's up with that? (laughs) Well, Vince, I mean, we know this is something that they're going to try to do. It's actually what the Battle of Armageddon will come down to is the status of Jerusalem there. But, you know, we talk about Daniel 9.27 all the time about starting the confirmation of the covenant and that being a peace agreement between Israel and the Palestinians. Well, this article today helps. I I would think that it would kind of help people understand why we know that it's going to be between Israel and the Palestinians. They're the two people that are fighting for that country and they have been for a very, very, very long time. So this article right here today, I felt like it was really important to uh, at, at least talk about this to get things going on the show today. Because that's exactly what the EU and Germany is proposing, that they share Jerusalem, that it be divided down the middle. Well, let's get right into it. Um, it's a story from Arut Sheva. It says, The decision by the EU and Germany to launch the East Jerusalem Tourism Development Program is in reality a blatant attempt by them to see Jerusalem divided by creating political facts on the ground under the guise of helping promote tourism in East Jerusalem. The German representative... Oliver Otzka said, As Germans and Europeans, we value tourism that is of quality and locally owned. We therefore are confident this project will connect the the tourism community and support new concepts and services as it will contribute to more and better job and career opportunities. Now, up to this point, you're going, what's tourism have anything to do with this? Well, let's keep going. The EU representative, Sven Kahn von Bergsdorf. (laughs) That's impressive. I, I was going to see how I did, but that sounds like I passed, at least to you, which you're you're what matters, Doug, Um, (laughs) did not seek to hide um, the real objective here. He said, Palestinians in East Jerusalem are facing daily political, economic, and social challenges. Tourism has always been one of the main income-generating activities in the city and helped maintaining the Palestinian presence and identity of the city. Our joint work as Europeans reflects once again 
the clear and united position of the EU and its member state with regard to East Jerusalem. For us, East Jerusalem is part of the occupied Palestinian territory and the status of Jerusalem as the future capital for the two states should always be respected and protected. So they believe East Jerusalem is part of the occupied Palestinian territory. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's that right there in itself makes you raise your eyebrows and understand that this is prophetic, what's going on here. Uh, and so the article continues that words do have meaning. The Palestinians in East Jerusalem are Palestinian territory and maintaining that the Palestinian presence and identity of the city excludes any rights Jews and non-Arab Christians or non-Arab Muslims might have in East Jerusalem. So it means they're saying that the Jews have no right to anything in East Jerusalem. None of the holy sites, right? According to the the self-created definition of Palestinians in Clause 6 of the 1964 Palestinian Liberation Organization, the Palestinians are those Arab citizens who are living normally in Palestine up until 1947, whether they remained or were expelled, Every child who was born a Palestinian of a Palestinian parent after the date, whether in Palestine or outside of Palestine. The Arab-only definition was repeated in Article 5 of the new PLO Charter adopted in 1968. Jewish claims in East Jerusalem are expressly rejected by the PLO in the 1964 PLO Charter, repeated almost verbatim in the falsehoods of Article 29 of 1968 Charter, the Belfort Declaration. We've heard a lot about that on Mm -hmm. this program. The mandate for Palestine and everything that has been based upon them are deemed null and void. Claims of historical and religious uh, religiousness of the Jews with Palestine are incompatible with the facts of history and the true conception of what constitutes a statehood. Judaism being a religion is not an independent nationality, nor do Jews constitute a single nation with an identity of its own. They are citizens of the state which they belong. Wow. Those words right there are you know, that's kind of crazy, too. We, we know this. OK, so this is not what the Bible tells us. Right. Mm-hmm. So do you want to finish that part? Sure. You think I'll we finish got it. OK. Um, <laughs> it continues to say the EU and Germany have trashed the uniquely shared Jewish, Muslim and Christian identity of East Jerusalem, evidenced by the centuries long presence of Jews, Muslims and Christians there and the formative and normative role East Jerusalem has played in the development of these three monotheistic religions. The EU and Germany's support for a recently minted Palestinian identity fabricated to erase this shared identity is disgustingly racist. Mm-hmm. That's what he says. There's that word again. The only time in history that Jerusalem has ever been divided, a divided city conquered between 1950 and 1967 after East Jerusalem was conquered in 1948 and then unified with Transjordan to form a single territorial entity called 
Jordan. Upon its capture by the Arab Legion, the Jewish quarter of the old city was destroyed and its residents expelled. Fifty-eight synagogues, some hundreds of years old, were destroyed. Their contents looted and desecrated. Some Jewish religious sites were turned into chicken coops or animal stalls. The Jewish cemetery on the Mount of Olives, where Jews had been buried, burying their dead for over 2,500 years, was ransacked. Graves were desecrated. Thousands of tombstones were smashed and used as building material, paving stones, or for... Um, Let's see. I lost my place. Sorry. Um, latrines. I can't even find that word in here. So Paving I'm totally stones. lost. <laughs> Paving stones were used for latrines in Arab Legion army camps. There we go. It's only one sentence left. Go yeah. ahead, Doug. The Intercontinental Hotel was built on top of the cemetery, and graves were demolished to make a way for a highway in the hotel. The western wall became a slum area. Jerusalem must never be divided again. All right. Well, we'll talk a little bit more about this on the other side of the break, and we'll also get to your calls. There are open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. So if you'd like to join us, give us a call now while there's still room for you. Major Internet companies are silencing and censoring Christian voices online. These companies are trying to control what you see and hear. Almost 200 videos of ours have been marked as restricted online right now. That's why we launched End of the Age Plus, a platform where the truth won't be censored, a platform where we can preach the message of the gospel. When you subscribe to End of the Age Plus today for just $12.99 a month, you can watch all of our content in a secure, easy-to-view way from your favorite device. When you go to watch.endtime.com and subscribe, you'll get instant access to all of our teaching resources, including Revelation, the Unveiling of Jesus Christ, Understanding the End Time, End Time Magazine, and so much more. We will not censor our message to comply with what the world deems as politically correct. Go to watch.endtime.com right now or search End of the Age Plus in the App Store or Google Play. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills. But God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV. And now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you and we love you. Welcome back to End of the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We do want to remind you that we are having a conference this evening, um, and at, it's at 7 p.m. and tomorrow, um, Saturday, October 23rd at 6 p.m. Tonight, Dave's going to be talking about the future according to Bible prophecy, and then tomorrow he's going to do breaking prophetic fulfillments with a Q&A session to follow. So if you have a question for him, you can ask right there in front of everybody. He'll respond to you right there. It's kind of like open line 
but in person. So it's pretty cool uh, to get to go and experience. Also, Judy and Jana will be there. So Dave, Jana, and Judy are all there in Katy, Texas. Uh, we would love for you to come out and meet everyone and encourage them and just uh, chat with them for a little while at that conference. You can learn more about the address uh, and additional information about the venue at endtime.com slash events. Or you can give us a call and we'll gladly help you out. 800 end times the number to call for more information there. The number to call to join Doug and I on the show today is 877-END-TIME. It's 877-363-8463. And we specifically highlighted the question posed, will Jerusalem be divided? And there's an interesting story out from Arut Sheva that's talking about how Germany and the EU are plotting to divide Jerusalem now. And uh, so we wanted to highlight that to get things started. Doug, do we have any more comments on that before we get to the calls? Well, we just need to talk about the fact that God said 37 times, and, and maybe more. I mean, I, I haven't looked through the Bible just to count them, but he well, said... Where would you come up with 37? Because I've heard Brother Baxter oh, say okay. that, and Dave. Randomly uh, come up? Yeah, he, that God said 37 times in the Bible that he would put his name in Jerusalem. And yeah. so... Uh, it's a very important place for God and, and the Jewish people. Second Chronicles chapter 6 is one of those places where it's at. It says, But I have chosen Jerusalem that my name might be there, and I have chosen David to be over my people Israel. Uh, so that comes from the Word of God right there, saying that that's the place he's chosen for uh, the people of Israel. So the Bible tells us that the status of Jerusalem also will be part of what Uh, The situation is there at the Battle of Armageddon. That's in Zechariah 14. It lets us know, verse 1 and 2, it says, Behold, the day of the Lord cometh, and thy spoil shall be divided in the midst of thee. For I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle, and the city shall be taken, and the houses rifled, the women ravished, and half of the city shall go forth into captivity, and the residue of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Then shall the Lord go forth and fight against those nations as when he fought in the day of battle. So that is actually the battle of Armageddon. And it tells us that up to that point, Vince, that uh, Israel maintains possession of Jerusalem because you can't lose half the city if you don't have the whole city. So they lose half the city at that battle when all the nations come up against Israel at the battle of Armageddon. And then the Lord himself will come down. That's when he's... Feet will be on the Mount of Olives. He'll fight for Israel. And we too shall come down with them too. The the saints that have been uh, resurrected will come down with them there as well. So just um, important important piece of real estate that we're talking about there today. It's an important piece of real estate because, um, you know, we, you've been there before. You know what it's like. The people that live in that area, I haven't ever seen them where they're, you know, having any kind of problems. They all live in that area together. And the Palestinian people that are there are very friendly, especially to the tourists. It's part of how they uh, maintain and, and take care of their families. And that was part of what the, um, you know, the, the peace for prosperity deal was that became the Abraham Accords, trying to call the Palestinians into that agreement so that they could have uh, prosperity as well. So just interesting things that are happening in our headlines every day. There are seem to be things that are biblically prophetical every day so the answer is quite clear no it will not be however it's quite interesting that here in Arut Sheva that one of the num uh, I think it's the number one online news website in yeah. Israel is writing about that very topic 
in these end times. And the other interesting thing is it's the EU uh, and Germany that's saying this. I mean, we know that that's where the Antichrist is going to come out of the reborn uh, Holy Roman Empire right there. So the EU is the heart of that, and, and that's where those ten horns will come up out of, and that's where the Antichrist will rise up from the ten horn uh, union. So uh, very interesting that that's there. Caught my attention very quickly, and uh, so I I've thought, man, we we got to talk about this a little bit today. Yes, and uh, now it's time to get to the phones. Uh, today is all about you, but we did want to give you that story uh, to start things off. I also want to remind you, if you're watching on Facebook, please share this video and hit the heart icon. It helps us break through the algorithm and get to your friends and family, uh, and it expands our reach. And so um, by simply sharing and hearting the video, uh, you can reach who knows how many people. It just kind of varies depending on what Facebook allows. If you're sick of censorship like we are, you can watch this stream at End of the Age Plus. So go to watch.endtime.com. Uh, you will get rid of all censorship there as well as any chat. The chat is not an option on there. And so if that's distracting for you and you want to just focus on the video, you can do that by watching us at that web address, watch.endtime.com, or you can download the End of the Age Plus app on all your major app stores. All right, let's get right to the phones. Ralph in Texas, welcome to End of the Age. Hey, Vince. How are you, brother? I'm good. How are you? All right. Long time no see. Indeed. I've been trying to reach you, Ralph. You have? I have. I did not know. Man, I've called every number I had on you, and I even um, talked to an investigator trying to hunt you down and everything. (laughs) Well, um, I can give you my number. uh, Don't do it right now. We'll we'll put you on hold, and I'll get it. Sure. (laughs) I'm glad you okay. called, Ralph. This is unbelievable. Well, I, well, I've been holding off. I, I, uh, I know that y'all are going through hard times, and and uh, and and Brother Baxter is just devastating to all of us. Indeed. It's, but anyway, I wanted to to talk about, you know. We are in an economic collapse right now, and people may or may not realize it. Things look hunky-dory because they're pumping all this cash in and and stimulus checks and everything else. But this thing is collapsing faster than people realize it, and there's shortages everywhere, and we're in a lot of trouble. And another thing that I wanted to talk about is that... You know, I know Brother Baxter taught that World War Three was going to happen before the tribulation, and I'm I'm here to tell you, you won't understand what's going to happen if you don't understand that the tribulation is World War Three. It's going to last three and a half months. The final battle of World War Three is going to be the Battle of Armageddon, and you know this Daniel. 1133 won't make any sense to you, you know, and they that understand among the people shall instruct many, yet they shall fall by the sword and by flame, by captivity and spoil many days. That's going to happen in the United States. When the boots on the ground happen, it's not going to be in Europe this time. It's going to be in the United States. 
and we're going to fall by the sword in captivity and flame for many days. So what's your question That's today, Ralph? I just, I, I want to I help people to understand what's fixing to happen. It's happening quickly, and people are very unaware. And it, we're, we're in trouble. We're in a lot, a lot of trouble, and it has to do with judgment. Judgment's coming. And it's because of the abortions. It's because of the gay marriage and things. And we've got to speak out about against these things and stand up against them. And well, we appreciate you calling. I'm particularly glad that you called. Please stay on hold, and so Sherry can get your number. Um, I do want to give you a call. I, it was uh, Doug a, f- a few months after Irvin passed. Ralph's been a longtime friend of End Time Ministries. Come here many times and. Um, I was laying in bed one night and he just came to my mind out of nowhere and I was like, man, I haven't heard from Ralph in a while. I wonder if he even knows Irvin has passed. And so I looked up his number in our system and gave him a call and it wasn't him. And then I tried the other number and it wasn't him. And I did everything I could online to hunt him down and uh, I had no luck. So I'm part of some investigation groups on Facebook because I'm kind of a weirdo. I and know so that's right. I uh, <laughs> tried to track down his number, and none of them worked. And one of the people in there said, "I actually live two blocks from him. Mm. Let me go, or at least his address. Let me go check on him." And I never heard back, so I was like, "Man!" And then here Ralph is, almost a year later. So that's pretty awesome. Glad that he called. Um, you know, he mentioned that we're in trouble, and you know, we we spend our days here trying to warn people about what's ahead. There are certainly many people that are in trouble. Um, However, you and I have a hope in Jesus. And so the troubles that are coming, while they may hurt us, you know, they may kill some of us, uh, that's certainly possible. However, we have a hope and we can go into these storms with joy and with peace, knowing that no matter what comes, I mean, the ultimate end is Jesus. So how in the world can we get caught up with fear? And uh, how can we get caught up with uh, so much worry if the ultimate end is Jesus. And so he's certainly right. There's a lot of people in trouble, and that's why we devote our entire days, uh, every single day, trying to connect with people and help them see their God-given purpose. Yeah. Amen. Amen. All right, well, let's go to Tammy in Mississippi. Tammy, welcome to End of the Age. Hello. Hey, Tammy. Hi, can you hear me? We can. We're glad you called. You guys always look great. I'm telling you. Hey, you beat Joe to it. (laughs) (laughs) I want. I have two uh, things. I I just kind of wanted to to ask. The first thing is, um, I know like a lot of us out here, we've all been praying for David, and I I was thinking about him this morning, and I I just I thought I've got to ask this: How is he doing? I'm praying for him, you know, that the Lord would be that miracle and bring him through everything that he's been going through. Well, and you know, I the just, Lord performed the ultimate miracle. Uh, he did pass away a couple so. weeks ago. We had his funeral oh. um, two weeks ago. And so, oh, you no. know, he is totally healed today. You know, I had yeah. I had full faith and belief that God was going to um, physically bring him out of his situation. However, that's yeah. not what happened, and the Lord had other plans. And so we rejoice knowing that he's where we want to be, and he's having yes, the best sir. days of his life. And so while I'm devastated for his young wife and young daughter and all of us that were connected to him, uh, at the same time, right. it's hard to not rejoice because 
you know, he's he's living in the place that we're all striving to be. And so we're grateful to be confident in that. But yeah. as far as his physical yeah. body, uh, he did pass away, but he's getting a new body and he's uh, stronger than he's ever Praise been and God. having the best days of his life. Yeah, well, I'll just have to keep the family in my prayers then. And the other thing I wanted to bring, um, I, I just, you know, I do a lot of research to myself, and I know you all see the videos that I send you guys, and sometimes I can imagine you sitting there tapping your foot. Oh, gosh, another one. This girl. You send us stop. videos? <laughs> she sends me videos. <laughs> can you imagine that? I'm telling you. <laughs> but um, I just was, I'm going to run this by you all, mm-hmm. and if you can't answer being on the show, that's perfectly fine. Um, I'm just curious, I, and I've heard other people call in about the Sixth Trumpet War. I'm just curious, would that have any relation to, there's a takeover that's rumors of it, I'll say, um, of China taking over Taiwan comes before the end of the year. And so I'm just wondering, do you know anything about that, or do you think that has any relation, or... Well, Tammy, it could definitely trigger the war. Uh, that could definitely be part of what causes that war to break out because, uh, for one thing, America has vowed forever that they would continue to support uh, Taiwan and protect Taiwan from uh, China. And so anything that China did to aggressively try to take over Taiwan, I would imagine that America would still uphold that and step in and uh, and do what we've said that we would do. I know that China's been dangling over Taiwan's head what mm-hmm. happened in uh, Afghanistan, saying how can you trust that America's going to protect you if you know they left all the people in Afghanistan. And so right now we appear very weak militarily to the world and especially to China. Uh, but I I do believe that that would still be uh, a condition that would cause us to go into that war, and that could start that Six Trumpet War. Uh, you know, I had somebody um, ask me the other day about how how could the China Taiwan War be the Six Trumpet War if it says that these four angels are bound in the Great River Euphrates? Well, they're bound in that yeah. river, but they're loosed to do a specific thing, to cause this war to happen. And just like the four spirits went out in Revelation chapter 6 into different parts of the world and brought ideas and and idealism to those areas that we teach about the white horse, the red horse, the black horse, and the green horse, these four angels have that same capability to go out from where they're loosed from and to cause this war to happen. Um, Just like you know, when the Lord talks about the Battle of Armageddon uh, in uh, Ezekiel 38 and 39, where he calls it Gog and Magog, he says he sh- shall cause a hook to be put in their jaw and pull them to war. So these things happen because um, there are these angels that are helping push that idealism of this war to happen. So it could very much start with that, and then we could see that whole region go up. You know, in the in one third of mankind be killed there in the Middle East. All right. Well, we're out of time um, for this segment, Tammy. We appreciate you giving us a call and asking that question. I do want to clarify. Uh, she mentioned David passed away. That's not Dave Robbins, as a personal friend of mine. I requested prayer for a few weeks ago. So Dave Robbins is doing well, but we'll talk more about it on the other side of the break. Whether it's a global pandemic 
threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to Into the Age. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We were up against a break, so I didn't have time to really elaborate what I was trying to say there. Um, I requested prayer several weeks ago for a friend of mine. His name is David. Uh, he does not work here at End Time. You guys, most of you wouldn't know who he is. And so I know there was some confusion there when Tammy asked how David was doing. Um, it is not Dave Robbins or David, uh, an- another David that works here that you may know. Uh, it is somebody totally unrelated to End Time in regards to our team. Um, just a personal friend of mine who I requested prayer for. He did pass away. I do appreciate your prayers. Continue to keep his wife and his young daughter in your prayers as they navigate the very difficult days ahead. Um, I do thank you again for for praying for uh, him as he was battling some issues there. And uh, like I mentioned before, he is now um, no longer as far as his physical body, but he's getting a new body, and he's doing better than he's ever done. Doug, yeah, I can't. Absolutely. Like there's there's a part of me. It's this battle that we go through. It's like Man, I can't wait for that day for me. But then it's hard to think about leaving everything behind. It's it's that, Yeah, I don't know, it's, it's a rough thing that we wrestle with as Christians. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, I mean, you know, the, that's what we're all striving for, though. And he's reached that. He's at that point on the other side of glory. So we're, you know, even though we're left here and we're sad about the passing of David and his family's sad about that. Again, He's, not Dave Robbins. Right. I don't want, yeah. I don't want anybody to get confused. Right. And and we're glad that our Dave Robbins is safe. He's doing yes. a conference tonight. You can see him live there you at go. that conference. Katy, Texas is That's where right. it's going to be. Uh, Dave and Jana will be there as well as Judy Baxter. So uh, if you're in the Katy, Texas area, make plans to go there and meet them. Uh, the conference is tonight at 7 p.m. and tomorrow at 6 p.m. Dave's going to talk about the future tonight. 
and uh, breaking prophetic fulfillments with a Q&A session to follow tomorrow night. So be sure to go out there and meet them and um, you know, you'll be able to gather with like-minded folks uh, talking about Bible prophecy. So it's going to be a good time tonight at 7, tomorrow at 6. Go to endtime.com slash events to get the address and to learn more about the venue and other details that may be important to you. It's totally free. You don't have to register. It's first come, first serve. So be sure to do that, endtime.com slash events. All right. Well, let's get back to the phones. Let's go to Tony in New York. Tony, welcome to Into the Age. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey, Tony. Doug, been listening to uh, Brother Baxter for over 10 years. I I wish I lived a little closer to you guys. I'd like to take in the Bible studies. Uh, that you guys have. I don't know if you know of any that are up in our area or anything even to call in. As much as I don't like to do Zoom meetings and things like that, I, w- I certainly would jump on one of them. So just looking uh, maybe to get some direction from you guys. Uh, I've uh, Again, I'm, I'm dialed into the work, and, and uh, although I, I, I am signed up for the uh, Jerusalem Bible study, I'm not, I'm not pressing in as much as I should be on it. But uh, hopefully you can give me some direction. Well, Tony, we have groups that gather all over the United States and even in other countries. Uh, we can help locate one near you. Uh, we actually also went up to New York. I don't know where. I don't know exactly where you're at in New York, but in New York City, we. Uh, I was there. Yeah. Okay. I went there when you guys came up. Okay. Well, they they continue to gather as we understand it. We stay in pretty close connection to them. Um, but uh, if you go to endtime.com slash contact, you can fill out that form there. Doug um, works with people every single day to help connect them to a group in their area, and so we'd be happy to do that for you. Yeah, and, like if uh, these guys are meeting weekly, like on a, on a weekday or uh, something like that, I would that would be awesome. I am um, almost 100% sure that that's still happening every single week. Okay, so just get out to the website and contact and... Uh, Okay, good. Yep, absolutely. I'll, I'll follow it that way. Good. And you guys, can also call... All, are, I'm sorry? No, I just, I just want to compliment you guys. You guys are awesome together. Well, really. we appreciate that. Thank you, Tony. We really, it. really, really get a kick mm-hmm. out of you guys. You're like naturals on there. Dave's good, too. <laughs> you, I, I know you all had some big boots to fill. So yeah, absolutely. Indeed. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for your call and encouragement, Tony. We certainly appreciate it. You can also call 800 in time and ask for Doug. And uh, he'll do his best to get back. He he usually returns his calls and emails within a day. Uh, but okay, so, great. Sometimes he's not able to do that because obviously he's doing the show tw- two days a week. So uh, give him some grace if he doesn't get back with you as quickly as you would no, like him I'll to. No, I'll do that. No, I'll call. I'll call, uh, and, and I would love to, to connect offline. That'd be great. All right, thank you, Tony. We Thanks, appreciate Tony. it. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks. All right. Bye bye. Bye-bye. Tony said we had big boots to fill, and we certainly do. Mm-hmm. Um, however, we have really worked hard at acknowledging and understanding and helping everybody else know there's nobody that's going to replace Irvin Baxter. Um, so, you know, we all have our own shoes, and we're trying to fill those. Mm-hmm. I struggle to do that every day, to be honest Man, with you. Only by the I'm, grace of God. I'm trying to be who God wants me to be. <laughs> And uh, that's a struggle some days. Um, okay, every day, uh, but it's the never-ending wrestling match that we go through. Um, God calls us, and we work hard to do that. And um, Irvin Baxter was an incredible man, and we certainly 
uh, want to be like him in a lot of ways, but that's because he worked really hard at being like Jesus. And if you were around him for any um, certain amount of time on a personal level, you knew that he wasn't trying to get you to be like him. He was trying to get you to be like Jesus. And so he always pointed to Jesus. And that's what we're trying to do and fulfill our God-given purpose. Um, And so we've got a great team of people here at End Time that um, have a call of God on their lives. They're doing what they have been called to do. And we're joining together uh, to, you know, bring common sense explanations to these current events that are happening through a lens of Bible prophecy. So we're going to keep doing that. We do appreciate your calls, your encouragement, and your prayers. Uh, We certainly couldn't go without them. All right, let's go to Sam in Texas. Sam, welcome to End of the Age. Hey, guys. First of all, I want to thank y'all for y'all's patience that you have with us. You know, like you said, Irvin teaches us so well in the... And the prophecies, we think that we are prophecy guys and that we know more than, than in time ministries. But I want to thank y'all for y'all's patience with us. Uh, but I was on uh, Revelation eleven eighteen. it says that God's going to destroy those that destroy the earth. How do you destroy the earth and who's doing that? Yeah, well, they're going to destroy the earth by the the things that they're doing to the earth. Um, We don't know the full extent of what that's going to be about, but we know war is going to be part of that, some of the things that are going to happen. Because if we look at that six trumpet war and we look at the things that are going on there, uh, you know, the earth is being destroyed by many different things. Uh, Right now, they will tell us that we're destroying the earth because, you know, of the global warming and things like that. But... It's, it's actually going to come back on them because that's one of the things that God is going to uh, destroy them for is for, for their part of what they've done to destroy the earth. But it's, I don't think that it's just a physical thing there either. I think that it has to do with a spiritual thing because they're trying to change uh, you know, spirituality and they're trying to keep, take people away from God and trying to make it more about spirituality is what I'm, what I'm meaning to say here. They're trying to shut our churches down. They're trying to keep, uh, you know, people focused on a uh, a one world religious type of belief and not the truth of the word of God. And so even though that scripture doesn't really explain to us exactly what that means, I think that it, it can mean both physical and spiritual elements of the earth. Uh, could I ask one more thing? Y'all were asking about the Holocaust yesterday. Mm hmm. And uh, if there's going to be one, uh, you know, and, and I was thinking that it, if there is one, it's going to be a Christian holocaust. Do you think there's going to be more Christians killed during the tribulation than uh, Jewish people? Well, we know that it starts in Israel, for one thing. So we know that it's going to include them greatly because it's it, like we read in Daniel the other day. Uh, it's specifically that scripture in Daniel specifically talking about Israel when it talked about the the trouble that was coming there and how uh, it would start there in Israel. But yes, it will extend out from there because it it tells us like in Revelation chapter 12, the scripture we read yesterday about the dragon being wroth with the woman and going after her. But then he turns on the seed of the woman and comes after those who have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Well, the Christians are the ones that keep the testimony of Jesus Christ. We're the ones, right. uh, you know, that have been washed in the blood of the Lamb and uh, and have the testimony of Christ and have our witness as a weapon against the enemy. And so 
he's going to come after both. He's going to go after yeah. the, the physical people of Israel, and he's going to come after spiritual Israel, which is the church. Yeah, because you know what? There's a billion, one billion Christians and nine million uh, Jews. So I was thinking just by numbers that there's going to be more Christians being killed during the tribulation. But thank you, guys. Like I say, I appreciate y'all putting up with us. Well, thank you. We appreciate your call, Sam. <laughs> and putting up with us. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. All right, let's go to Elizabeth in Alabama. Elizabeth, welcome to End of the Age. Hey, um, I'll just have a question about uh, where America is in the Bible. I know it's in Revelation. I don't know right off the top of my hand the uh, chapter and also in Daniel. Um, me and my mom kind of go back and forth with this. She believes in the pre-trib um, rapture, I believe, and post. So she always comes back with, well, America's not even mentioned in the Bible, and the state of the way things are going now, I don't even think we're going to be, you know, a superpower anymore, and it's not in the Bible. So I guess my question is, is there anywhere else in the Bible that mentions um, America, other than in Daniel and in Revelations with the eagle wings? which I understand now that, and I did talk to her about that, but she was like, well, I just don't know. I don't know about that symbolism. So, Right. So as as far as we know, I mean, there are people that try to say America are, is in certain places, but the reason mm-hmm. why we use those two is because those two uh, scriptures, they correlate with one another. They're both talking about the same beast. And the way we know that is when you take somebody through that Daniel chapter 7 and you show them. So Daniel 7, 4 is where we see the lion there and it has the eagle's wings and Daniel watches until the wings are plucked thereof. Well, a lot of people, especially uh, people who have been studying the Bible for a very long time, and it goes all the way back to Clarence Larkin's book uh, that, that he wrote. And a lot of people were taught this in seminaries and so a lot of preachers teach it. But... The thing about it is they teach that the lion there is Babylon uh, and that the bear is Media, Persia, and that the, the leopard is Greece. Uh, but the thing about that and the way that we can disprove that is the word, as you go down through the chapter of Daniel, it says that these, these beasts were there when Jesus Christ came to set up his kingdom. And so these beasts will be nations that are here during the time of the return of Jesus Christ. So Babylon is no more. Uh, Media Persia is really no more. I mean, Persia, ancient Persia is Iran, and they are here, but they're not called Media Persia anymore. So that's how we know these are modern-day nations. And so when we look at Daniel 7 and we go to Revelation 13, where John's given the same uh, vision, but now he's got these beasts, these nations, and they're one, they're joined together in this global uh, joint beast. That's We don't see those eagle's wings there. We know they were plucked off in Daniel. And so when we go to Revelation 12, 14 and see them there protecting Israel, that's how we know it's talking about those same beasts from Daniel 7. Elizabeth, we are out of time, but stay on hold, please. I'd like to give you access to End of the Age Plus, and you and your mom could sit down and watch United States Discovering the Bible. We devote a whole lesson on why that's the case. And I think it would be pretty convincing for your mom to see. So please stay on hold and uh, give your email address and we'll set you up with that. 
I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Welcome back to End of the Age. Today is open line and this is our last segment so we want to hurry along and address as many questions as we possibly can. Uh, you can join us. Uh, there's, not open, there's not any open lines right now, but if you call, um, you might get through. So call 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463 as we get through the callers. The lines will open up. I do want to first go to Marcia on Facebook. She wants to know what the little book is from Revelation chapter 10. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, I was going to try to call her today. Marcia, I did not get your email in the message you left me because my phone was cutting out and I didn't get a good uh, recording of that. But this is this is all we know about that. So I had that actually in my notes today. I was hoping to get this answered. Let's so I'm glad that you saw that, Vince. So Revelation 10.8 says this, And the voice which I heard from heaven spake unto me and said, Go and take the little book which is open in the hand of the angel which standeth upon the sea and upon the earth. And I went unto the angel and said unto him, Give me the little book. And he said unto me, Take it and eat it up, and it shall make thy belly bitter, and it shall be in thy mouth sweet as honey. And I took the little book out of the angel's hand, and I ate it up, and it was in my mouth sweet as honey. And as soon as I had eaten it, my belly was bitter. And said, and he said unto me, Thou must prophesy again before the peoples and the nations and tongues and kings. So the, the scripture, that's the only scripture we have about the little book. Uh, but so we we don't really know. Some people have said the little book possibly contained what was in the seven thunders. Remember, John was told not to write down what was in the seven thunders. And so some have said that that could possibly be what was in this little book. But others have tried to take the last part of that and say that uh, this was proof that John would be one of the two witnesses and the little book would be something that he would talk about during the end time. However, history tells us that after leaving Patmos that John returned to Asia Minor and that he was the overseer of the seven churches that are in Revelation uh, chapter 1 and 2, or 2 and 3, I'm sorry. And not only that, but he had uh, quite an extensive ministry after he his exile had ended. And so in, in the opinion of end time and Pastor Baxter, um, that 
that's what that's referring to here. So possibly what was in that little book could have been what was contained in those seven thunders, but we don't know for sure, so that's speculation. But that's the best answer we have based on the information we have from the Bible. Maybe we should devote a whole show next week to Revelation 10. Well, I mean, we could. We could talk about Revelation 10. There's a lot of good things in there to talk about. So, All right. Well, stay tuned. Maybe we will do that. Let's go to Cyrus in Texas. Cyrus, welcome to End of the Age. All right. Well, hey, first of all, um, I've been following uh, this ministry for quite some long time. And uh, you guys are doing great, uh, keeping the charge of the Lord and, and uh, with Irvin Baxter's the, the work that he's done. So you, you guys are absolutely incredible, and I support you 100% to the fullest. Thank you, sir. We Thanks. appreciate that. I, I just wanted to, uh, you guys were talking about how um, the east part of Jerusalem is in contention with the Palestines. And I started pulling Scripture on, and whenever I start, when you start looking up, the East and the scriptures, you find some very interesting things, like how the garden, you know, how they were planted in the eastward of Eden, how how the east wind, the Lord always brought an east wind um, to um, to come in, and uh, so I guess he brought the locusts from the east wind. The ships of Tarshish were destroyed with the east wind. Um, Judah was always on the eastern side. And so when the horns, uh, when they blew the trumpet, the eastern, you know, Judah was the first to move out. And when you look at Christ, when he was born, the star was in the east. Mm-hmm. The, the wise men came from the east. And it, I, I just see this, this whole contention around that eastern part of the land. And even when Christ comes and he sets his feet down on the Mount of Olives, it is even in the east. Yeah. Are are you seeing this or is this absolutely me? No, absolutely. So I don't think uh, it's a coincidence. No, I don't think it is either. And and when you look at the eastern wall, that's the wall, the gates sealed up on the eastern side, uh, which fulfills scripture from Ezekiel. Really, uh, when you look at that, that's you know the the Turks sealed that wall up because they knew that. Uh, the Jewish belief was that the Messiah would enter into the eastern gates. And so they've sealed that up. And that actually fulfilled a scripture in Ezekiel about the eastern wall. So there, you're right. There's a lot of correlation to the east. Jesus even says that when he returns, it'll be like lightning that is seen in the east can be seen to the west or that flashes in the east can be seen to the west. And so, right. uh, yeah, I think that, that that's interesting. You bring that point up. Um, I when we talk about East Jerusalem and that area, you know, the West Bank, we call it the West Bank, but the West Bank is actually east of Jerusalem. And that's the right. area that the Palestinians are going to have as as a state if they ever come to the peace agreement. And it's also where the settlements are, is to the east of Jerusalem there. So I, it's a very interesting point. I don't know. I Man, I need to look into that big time and just because you've got my interest peaked now. But, yeah, I've seen that as well. But you saying that and talking about that really piques my interest. So I'll have to look into that. I could forward you all the scriptures that I've pulled on it. It is very interesting. You know, and even in the millennial kingdom, the people, they worship towards the east mm-hmm. from the rising of the sun. 
It's, it's really, truly amazing. And I know that there is a reason for it, you know, um, you know, worshiping the, the light of God where, where it comes from. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, uh, I don't believe it's a coincidence at yeah. all. Yeah. Very interesting. Well, thank you for that. You can yeah. definitely send me that in the email and I'll, I'll check it out. Thank you. Okay. God bless you and thank you. All right. Thank you, Cyrus. Let's go to Justin in Kentucky. Justin, welcome to End of the Age. Hi. How's it going today? It's going good. How are you? Pretty good. I just want to say I'm happy for your guys' ministry, and I know it's been a rough couple of years, but uh, God is great. Yes, he is. A um, couple things. I wanted to run by you guys. Um what I think is going to happen in the Middle East with the uh, Sixth Trumpet War. Um, I know that during this past election, we were all hoping that um, Mr. Trump would be in office again, but I had a deep feeling during that election and in the beginning of it that he would not become uh, president for a second term, that Biden would become president. And sure enough, it happened. Um, The question I have is, in the Middle East, with uh, things deteriorating over there the way they are with uh, Iran and um, all the proxies over there, do you think it is possible that with the stance that the Biden administration is going that possibly the end of his term or the end of his second term, if he becomes uh, president again, um, I I think that we could very well be in the grips of that final Trump war. Yes, I, I agree with you. I actually read an article today that there... Uh, understanding now that Iran has even uh, furthered their uranium enrichment even further than they had originally thought. And they talked about three possibilities that they could handle this with. And they, you know, they said that uh, the Biden administration had not uh, lifted the sanctions that the Trump administration had put in place, but he was not enforcing them the way that the Trump administration was. But that was one of the things that they said they could do to combat this. But the third one was the one that got my attention because the third one said war. And it said this is not where we want to go. And it gave conditions of why. Uh, We didn't cover that today, but that was one of the things that we may have to talk about next week. Uh, But it, it talked about the possibility of uh, what we know is in scripture about that becoming a very escalated world war that could happen very quickly because of the relationship yeah, yeah. with Iran, with Russia and China. So, yes, sir, that, that very you know, much I, could be a possibility. I just feel that, you know, with everything that's happening over there and with, you know, Israel saying that we will not let them have a nuclear weapon. Right. With or without your Yeah, that's definitely something that Israel can't allow to happen because constantly 
Iran is saying we will destroy Israel. That's one of their main goals. That's Hezbollah's main goal. So you put a nuclear weapon in their hands and all of a sudden Israel could look a lot different. So definitely Israel cannot allow that to happen because their safety uh, would uh, no longer be something they could depend on. And the Iron Dome wouldn't help that, I don't think. Uh, as as much because even if you diverted that missile or if nuclear warhead was exploded over the atmosphere, which is what the Iron Dome could do, you would still have the nuclear effect of that weapon. I know it takes time to develop these things and like that, but my gut feeling is either at the end of his 2024 term or possibly even a 2028 term that will be in the beginnings or just thereafter in the start of this. Yes, sir. Yeah, it could happen. We watch it every day. You, my friend. Well, I think we should pray for Biden and ask that he do the right thing for Israel and for for the country. Yes, sir. Like it says in the Bible, God puts up the leaders. Yes, sir. That's true. All right, Justin, thank you for your call. We want to get to one more call before the end of the show, so we'll have to go quick. Trey in Texas, we've got about less than a minute, so please um, get right to your question. Yes, I would just say I just don't think there's the political will to divide Jerusalem. I think the Republicans are going to take over the House and Senate. Uh, I don't see any any really political will for that to happen, and I don't see Biden serving out. Uh, it's very late until 2024. I think there's... Even a lot of Democrats are very more uh, pro-Israel than they are pro-Democrat. Yeah. Well, I agree about that, especially with what we saw in the results of the the vote in the House uh, condemning that, that bill that they were trying to pass to defund the Iron Dome. I think you're right. We have a lot more people that are uh, pro-Israel, and, and I hope you're right. We'll just have to kind of watch and see what they do. But we know that in the Bible, Israel... Uh, controls Jerusalem up until that Battle of Armageddon. Well, I was going to say I'm a former Democrat myself until until all that Obamacare stuff. When he started messing with the Catholic charities, I'm Catholic, and that was just a very bitter uh, experience for me. And I don't ever vote Democrat ever again. Well, all right, Trey. Well, thank you for your call today. We appreciate it, sir. Thank you. Have right. a blessed day. Bye-bye. You too. God All bless. right. If we weren't able to get to your call, you can ask us questions any day, any time at endtime.com slash contact. There's a form there that you can fill out. Select minister as the option, and it'll come to one of our ministers here, and they will do their best to respond within a day. Also, you can watch videos for free at watch.endtime.com. If hours of content there are totally free for you to watch on any subject. So please do that. We'll be back here Monday at 3. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463, or visit us online at endtime.com.